Welcome to the Express Your Wonders show, a podcast for those who want to set themselves free from the lies that fear and anxiety tell us. I grew up in a world where it was very important what other people think, as if they were watching me all the time and judging me. I was always told what to do, what not to do, and how I should feel and how I should not feel. So what did that teach me? Well, obviously, it taught me that I can't think for myself, or I don't know what my true feelings are because someone else needs to tell me what I feel. So I'm not good enough, and I'm not worthy enough of having what other people have. And wait, what kind of crap is that? It took me way too long to realize, so I started a podcast to help you see the signs that lead to these limiting beliefs, so you don't have to wait as long as I did to realize that you're pretty awesome, and you are so worthy, and you have a lot to offer this world. I'm Bronwyn Corkery, and you'll hear from me and special guests who will help you see the amazing value that you hold inside by sharing their stories and what they did to change their mindset. I'm sure you'll be able to relate to some of these stories and probably will make you laugh a little bit too. So let's get started. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome back. I'm so glad you're here with me today. So to jump right in, last week I had told you all about my father. Today I introduced you to my mother. When I was a kid, I genuinely thought I really have the best mother in the world. To me, she was the model of everything a mother should be. I even almost felt sorry for my friends because they didn't have my mother as a mother. My mother had a heart of gold, but she was the biggest people pleaser the world has ever seen. Oh my goodness, where to begin with that? My mother was the oldest of three kids. She was born in 1921. I believe her people-pleasing days started at a very young age. I can remember her telling me a story as I was growing up that uh, she had always wanted a bike. One Christmas came and she never did get that bike, but her sister got a bike because her mother figured, oh, Doris will understand. Well, she claimed she understood and she would always tell me that oh, it didn't bother me. But how could it not bother her? Here she was, what, 30, 40 years later, still talking about it. She was always there to support her mother. To my mother, she thought her mother was the greatest thing in the world, which I guess is a pretty nice way to feel when you're growing up. But all I ever heard was how wonderful my grandmother was. I never got to meet her because she passed away about two years before I was born. Anyway, as I grew older, I started to hear more and more stories and realized that her mother was pretty controlling when I'm going to call her Doris. My mother's name is Doris. And we all kind of called her that. Even my kids call her. Instead of grandma, they always called her Doris for some reason. When Doris started to work, she would always hand her paycheck right over to her mother. And her mother would give her, you know, a little bit of money, like an allowance of what she might need for the week for the bus ride or anything like that. Some of her paycheck even went toward a fund to fund her brother to go to college. Girls didn't go to college back in the day as much. Some did, but it wasn't as common as it is today. That's just what she did. She thought was the right thing to do, and that's how she helped out her family. She also shared stories with me. 
about how her mother would uh, listen in on the other end of the phone when she'd be talking on the phone or if my mother got a letter in the mail, uh, she would open it first and read it before she had a chance to. There was a lot of letter writing back in the day, back in uh, the time of World War II, which my mother refers to as the fun war. That was the only way to communicate with the boys that went away. But her mother would open the letters before she had a chance to. I can't imagine that. Also, she was really a big influence on my mother because even when she would be dating a guy, my mother actually was engaged three times, twice before she actually married my father. But, but her mother would advise her that she didn't think this guy was good enough for her because for some lame reason. And then she was engaged again to somebody else and her mother didn't quite like him either. So my mother would break these relationships off. I guess looking back, it's just my mother just all she wanted to do was please her mother, even at the risk of her own happiness. I personally have no regrets. I'm glad she married my father because here I am today and I have the best siblings in the world and we are a great family. But my mother grew up in a very judgmental world. Her mother was from a large family and they all lived in the same area on Staten Island and they seemed to always be watching what each other do and a lot of judgment. Like, did you see who she was with? And I can't believe she dressed that way. And little things like that. Always just who's better than somebody else. And just a, that's a very difficult way to grow up, I think. But it gets ingrained in you. And you want to always defend yourself against the people that are judging. And you assume everybody's judging. And I think that ended up playing a big role in how we were raised. My mother was always concerned about what other people think. She even became a prisoner to herself as far as if she'd be doing the laundry and she would hang it out on the clothesline, she would have to check first to see if the neighbors were around because if she was out hanging up the clothes on the line, then she was vulnerable to anybody who walked by and wanted to chat because she couldn't just tell them, well, got to get going. Now she would just indulge and chat with them and sometimes hours would go by and she'd shoot her whole day being out there. But she didn't want to hurt that person's feelings and say, I got to go. She had to wait for them to say it first. Same thing with being on the phone. Back in those days, you had a telephone in a certain place with a short wire. And I remember my mother would be sitting on the stairs talking on the phone. And she would feel trapped on the phone as well. She couldn't say, I got to go. The kids are need me or anything like that. She would just keep talking. And if we were acting up... I wish you could see how I'm doing this, but she would kind of hold her fist at us. And that we knew, oh, we're in trouble and she gets off the phone. But it was more important to her that that other person didn't feel like she was rushing them off the phone. There also seemed to be a way of raising kids that you almost kind of shame them. Like instead of making a suggestion about what might look nicer to wear to a certain occasion, you'd get a comment like, is that what you're wearing? Not exactly something that makes you feel good when you're about to go out the door. And of course you want to be defiant, so you're going to say, yeah, it's what I'm wearing. But inside you're feeling like, oh my goodness, do I look terrible in this or what? It kind of creates an insecure feeling as you're going out, figuring that everybody's looking at you and saying, oh my God, can you believe what she's wearing? 
Doris also had a funny way of peeking out the window to see somebody walking by. You always had to push the curtains a certain way. You had to go from the outside and just slightly move it toward the center of the window so you could see outside. Never open them from the middle because that's just going to ruin how they hang. My mother loved her curtains, but she also loved peeking at what's going on, which sort of led you to believe that that's what people do. And to this day, I feel like everything I do, the neighbors are watching me and judging me. And that couldn't be further from the truth, but it was so ingrained in me. Before I continue this conversation, I'd like to give a shout out to our sponsor, Expressive Wonders. Go on over to expressivewonders.etsy.com to get your holiday shopping underway. They offer custom and personalized gifts for moms and dads, teachers, and other special people in your life. When you get to the page, look for the link to sign up for their VIP club and get 25% off your first order. That's expressivewonders.etsy.com. Now, it seems I'm focusing a lot on some of the negative things, but it just kind of kind of shows you how the upbringing she had and how it led into how she raised us. And now as a middle-aged adult, I can look back now and have a forgiveness. Not that she needs to be forgiven for anything. She didn't do anything wrong, but I can be at peace with the fact that she did the absolute best she can. And some of that behavior that she had that may not have been primed for raising kids. It came from how she was raised and the environment she came from. She really loved each and every one of us in our own special way. We would always joke about who the favorite kid is, but she never really had an absolute favorite. Eh, maybe she did, but she I believe she loved each one of us in a different, unique way, but with the same amount of passion that you could have for the love of a child. Now in my day growing up, which is a lot different from my other siblings because of me being the youngest and my parents were much older when I was born, I didn't exactly see the best loving romantic relationship between them. I probably said this previously in a previous episode, but I think my father was a pretty much the polar opposite of my mother. My mother was more of a social, more focused on social things and dressing right and and was more concerned about your appearance, where my father was the complete opposite. He was a minimalist and just got by with the simple things in life. It's almost like they each went to the opposite extreme just to show how different they could be. I'm sure it was frustrating for both of them. My mother wanting him to behave a certain way in social situations. And my father just, he was an introvert and he just wasn't going to do what my mother thought other people expected of him. I think he had the right idea then. You can't just live your life doing what you think other people expect. This is a pretty tough week for my family, actually. Early November is always a little hard. My dad passed away in 1986 on November 2nd and my mom passed away on November 8th in 2004. I miss them both so very much and would give anything to just have them back for a day just to sit and have a cup of tea and catch up on life. But if November wasn't rough enough, my brother passed away a year ago on November 4th 
2019. That's a real tough one to deal with, and I don't think I really dealt with it too well just yet. He was the light in the family. He was one that always brought everybody together no matter what. He was so involved with all the grandchildren, my mother's grandchildren, and his nieces and nephews, and involved in everybody's life. He was huge, and he's really missed. I feel a little bit of peace knowing that he's with both my parents now, and there's such a close connection because they all passed away in the same time of year. I don't know, that might sound a little bit weird, but it brings me a little bit of comfort. Well, that got a little sadder than I expected, but I wanted you to get to know my mother a little bit. Doris was the life of the party. She had so much to offer and had a great sense of humor, and she just held so much back because of because of worrying about what other people think. And I, too, held myself back and kept myself from doing things that I would have loved to do because I was afraid. I was afraid of what other people think or that I'd be judged. But it's time to let go of all that. We're too important. My mother was too important. She shouldn't have lived that way. She didn't have an awful life. She had a very good life. She had a lot of great memories, but she just could have done so much more. So don't let fear and anxiety get in your way. Just take some time for yourself and think about what caused some of the anxieties and stress that you feel. That's not to blame somebody else for what we're feeling, but it's kind of an environment that we live in. So no more blame, just understanding and forgiveness. Forgive yourself. You are so worth it. It's not always easy and it could be pretty scary to face those fears, but definitely worth it. So let's just have conversations and, and work on this together. And like I like to say, never forget you matter, you are worthy, and you are so loved. I'm so glad you joined me today. And I know I got a little bit sad, but that's just a tough time in my life. But doing my research here and digging deep back into the days of my parents, and it just, it really does bring some comfort. So thanks again for being here. And I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, I'd really appreciate your help to reach out and connect with the beautiful people who would benefit from hearing stories of struggles most of us have believing in ourselves and how we could push forward with grace, laughter, and confidence to live the abundant life we deserve. The way you could do that is to head over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe to the show and leave a review. It would also help so much if you would share it on Instagram and tag me at Expressive Wonders so I could give you a shout out as well. Your participation really means the world to me, so I'd like to invite you to continue the conversation over in my Facebook group, Express Your Wonders Podcast Community, where you can also find a link to grab your free mirror decal that says a special affirmation just for you. You can also follow me on my Facebook page, Expressive Wonders, as well as Instagram, at Expressive Wonders. 
I'd like to give a big thank you to Tiffany Mason from Virtually You Podcast for her tremendous help getting this podcast up and running, and to my accountability support group, Sparkles, for their incredible encouragement. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.